Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of NetChats where we talk about all things dysfunctional about being a tweet and so much more. But in all seriousness, what this podcast really is, is just a casual chit-chat session with my friends about anything and everything. And on today's episode, we have the whole squad right here. Welcome in Farah and Kushlan. <laughs> yes, and today we're going to talk about how our Asian parents raised us and our thoughts around the topic. So the in... unpacking of it all. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Yeah, and since we already did a solo episode with both Farah and Kushan, so you guys would probably know who they are and how they met me already, so I don't need to introduce them no more. So we can get started on this topic. So I think the first thing we'll delve into is, do y'all think your parents are open-minded people? So like, as in, do they, are they open to opinions that doesn't match theirs? Mm-hmm. Ladies first. Ladies first, Farah? Okay, I'll say... I think my parents like to think that they're open-minded, mm-hmm. but like they're not prepared for like how different actually, like how differently I can think from them. Uh, right. Like probably, probably at one point, I'd probably be like, you know what? Okay, our kids may not have the same views as us, mm-hmm. but then when it actually happens, they're like, oh. and I'm no, oops. we do not. No, 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 no. <laughs> they're like, no, 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 this unsubscribe. <laughs> yeah, I think like. It's a generational yeah. thing. Yeah, I agree. Definitely, definitely it is. My, what about you, Kush? My mother is, mine, is more open than my father about these things. Very much so. Mm-hmm. That we can have conversations about it openly and she would be understanding about it, which I am extremely Why? Why do you for. think that your mom, is, your mom is more open than your dad? Mm, I don't know. I feel like, one, trauma. Mm-hmm. From, like, I feel like, without getting into deep, but there's a lot of unresolved trauma within one of the parties compared to the other, you mm-hmm. know. Okay. And okay. another part is also just like yeah, she believes it's like just she believes it's important because she's really seen like me like be really down about it and mm-hmm. how like I should like how especially it has clearly like how my mental state has shown through my physical mm-hmm. state as well, how it can reflect on how I'm feeling physically as well. So yeah, I feel like she's open in that that she understands is like a real, for lack of a better word, pandemic mm-hmm. that's happening, like especially mm-hmm. with our generation, how prominent it is and how aware and how, especially how, not even how aware, how hyper aware we are. Mm-hmm. And I just hope that it will get better and better as the next generation happens, and the next generation after that happens. And I hope that one day it will be taken as seriously as physical health. Mm-hmm. That's true. I think definitely it's because we are more we are more exposed to like, you know, better resources and yeah, information with yeah. the internet. And definitely it's it's generational trauma. Generational trauma is like definitely like you can actually like see if you dig deeper into your family's you know, your parents' history and mm-hmm. their upbringing. Yeah. Like you can tell like, okay, this is why they are the way they are. Yeah. yeah. And it shows it shows in their parenting also. I see you for the type of person you are. Mm-hmm. So it's like I'm not trying to give you like the the free card like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it doesn't like, justify you know, yeah 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 it doesn't justify what it did mm-hmm. but I, I understand I can understand mm-hmm. I understand where you come from you know yeah I think for me my mom and dad is very different I think if I were to talk about my dad. He, in terms of like talking about mental health and stuff, I feel like he knows what I'm going through. He knows about it and he believes about it because he himself kind of goes through it. But sometimes 
he might not know the right words to kind of show it so in a way sometimes when i'm talking to him about how i feel maybe he turned the tables around and like talk about himself only Mm-hmm. So it doesn't really address the problem. Whereas my mom, I think she's gotten better over the years, but there was like a point in time where I told her about how I felt about my anxiety and stuff. And then she she asked me a very odd question, which was, huh, anxiety, you have that? Why? <laughs> she, she asked why. <laughs> it was so foreign to her. So... It was quite surprising because, um, you know, I never talk about these things with her. So when it finally came to the time when I actually asked, like told her about it and had the courage to tell her, it was, I don't know what I expected out of her, but that was her reaction. And, you know, maybe it's because when she was growing up, there wasn't much of these things. So I don't know. So yeah, her. she had lack of resources. Mm, yeah. So I think over the years, especially like during this pandemic, when it shows that a lot of people's mental health is in shambles. Yeah, she kinda, very much so. Yeah, she kind of realised like, wow, this is actually a real thing. And, you know, occasionally I try to like talk to her, like educate her about it. So I guess she's gotten better over the years. So that's good. That's good. That's mm. good. That's good. It, it is important for them to be, to want to mm. learn it, you know? Yeah. To op- At least to, open to learn it. Mm, yeah, true. they have to be like, they have to be self-aware of their own, you know, shortcomings also for them to actually help us. Mm-hmm. And that's, uh, I have not reached that point yet. Mm-hmm. It's okay, man. <laughs> and, yeah, so it's, it's quite difficult, especially coming from, um, I guess, quite a religious background. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like mental health, you know, it's kind of like borderline lack of faith, it's not, mm. so they believe it to be like that. So it's kind of hard to approach that conversation without it going back to religion. Yeah. It's like, it was on and on again, on and on. It's just really tiring to bring up and then eventually just like, mm, you know what, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, whatever. It, at, at one point, it comes to just, it not just being worth it at all. Yeah. Yeah. That's true though. And also like religion, I feel like, uh, it's a very interesting topic to talk about religion with the people in our generation because I feel like mm-hmm. a lot of people fall from either you are free thinker or you're straight up super staunch. It's very hard to yeah. be in between nowadays. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Like, I agree. Like, I hear people, um, for example, like last time, I think when I like stopped going to church as often, it's not because like I don't believe in it I still very wholeheartedly believe in it and I still pray every night mm-hmm. but I think in my mom's eyes like she would think like oh why are you not going to church anymore are you straying away from God and stuff like that and she kind of guilt <laughs> yeah. you know she kind of guilt tripped me into like want to go back to church which go I go back yeah. yeah which I was quite kind of that's annoyed true, about yeah, that's kind of like the wrong reasons right yeah, yeah. the like, way my last visit to church was in 2017 and I was like Right. <laughs> I'm like, what? I just, I don't know, I just like, I feel like everyone has different ways if yeah. you believe in God, of course. Everyone has different ways of sure. talking to God and communicating with God and mm-hmm. the universe. And mm-hmm. you don't have to necessarily go to a religious establishment or religious, religious institute or like temple or whatever to yeah. express your faith. Mm-hmm. It's not a necessity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And your relationship with God is just between you and God, you mm-hmm. know, and nobody else has to yeah. be involved in that. Definitely. Like, let people, let people just handle it by themselves, you know? You don't have 
to like jaga tepi kain other people, you know. Yeah. Exactly. Like, it should be a very personal thing, and I think a lot of people, they think like just because on the outside you seem like a very religious person that makes you a good person, which is not the case at all. That is op- mm. completely opposite. Most religious bias <laughs> people are the ones who will literally back that you, the ones who will back you the most, the ones who will be the true. most devious bitches out there. So let's bring that. But that's, that's, that's only because they they like to like nitpick which part, which part of, you know, the Bible or the Quran that fits them, you know. I feel like you can't, you can't go out, you can't be out here like preaching, you yeah, know, the beauty of your religion, but then you're also out here treating people like shit, and then, yeah. like, that's just very hypocritical of you, you know? Yeah, that's very true. But what about, okay, I know just now the episode with Kushlan, we talked about like, if we were, if we had kids one day, how would you raise them to not be a bully? <laughs> so I'm gonna, I'm gonna switch the tables a little bit. So... Mm. Kushai, theoretically speaking, if you were to adopt kids one day or something, right? How would yeah, you... Yeah, anyway, so, adopt, <laughs> me to my dog, eh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but if you were to have kids one day, how... If that does happen, yeah. Yeah, if that does happen, how would you raise them? Like, would you want them to be um, very religious, spiritual, or a free thinker? And those three things are very different. So, Farah first. Um, for me, for my religion, it's more like, if I'm already like Islam, mm-hmm. I'm already like a Muslim, and then if I have kids, like my own child, yeah. like they're already Muslim in name, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But, but, but nowadays it's like, um, it doesn't matter uh, if they're like a Muslim in in name because they don't even practice. Yeah. And then sometimes like the converts are better Muslims than the born Muslims. Mm, right? I've heard of that. So it's like, I don't think, yeah, that really, like truly, like, you can really see, like you can see the converts are like, so enraptured in like the beauty of the religion and then you are here seeing all these like, Malay Muslims, like talking out of their ass. Like, <laughs> Acting a like, fool. Yeah, and then other people see like, wow, this is your religion. Mm, no thanks, not for me, yeah. you know. And I'm, I'm looking at it, I know I'm far from like, a perfect, mm-hmm you know, mm-hmm. devout mostly, I'm far from it. So like, that's why I know never to judge other people because I, I'm aware of my own, you know, my own shortcomings. I'm like, I'm in no place to judge anybody. Mm. But then when I see all this, like, when I'm Muslim, especially on social media, I'm like, I'm so embarrassed. Yeah, I'm like, so embarrassed. Like, oh before you judge someone else, let's talk about how you were sitting in one yeah. Belakang my belakang kayu baru tama in the couplet number five. Let's talk about that. Yeah, that's true. And it's like I think I rather how to say like I won't because nowadays religion and um culture is always mixed up. You know, mm-hmm. like all these Malays they like to okay more complicated than it actually is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think I would just stick stick solely on you know just the essence of the Quran itself, like of the mm-hmm. religion itself, mm-hmm. because it's really, really beautiful like to actually learn it. So hopefully I'm qualified enough to pass that knowledge to my own children so that they don't, you know, see it in a contorted way that's being taught in school. I have to make sure that the school is not teaching them some kind of nonsense. Mm-hmm. Very true. Yeah, I hear something else from like my family, but then when I'm around my friends, they hear something else. I'm like, ah, what's this? Ah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, but I also want to know like how would you feel if I don't know if this is controversial or but controversial or not, but how would you feel if like your kids like mm-hmm. want to convert out of Islam? Hmm, interesting. Okay. Like, how would you react to that? That would that that would that would be that would be quite sting. the dilemma. Mm-hmm. That's true. I'm not sure how to answer that because I think I will have to discuss it a lot with my spouse <laughs> if I have. But <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, like that's definitely like my friends are like whatever. I don't care. Just be a good person, I guess. Because my friends personally who are Muslim, like who are Muslim by birth, some of them don't identify. Don't, some some of them don't identify mm-hmm. as Muslims anymore. But yeah, some of them are like, as long as you're a good person, mm-hmm. how does that that how, does that not affect me? Mm-hmm. So everyone is raised differently. Everyone has thoughts, not only like that has been ingrained in them by parents, but like through life in general, through their livelihood. So that's why I wanted to ask your perspective sure. on that. Mm-hmm. I think it was if it was me, I would. I would be a little bit heartbroken, obviously, but at the end of the day, it's their life, and as long as they're not like I don't know, worshiping the devil or something, and they're mm. just you know they're still on the right path. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's fine. I mean, as long as you're a good person, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think at the end of the day, you can only do your best mm-hmm. as a parent. Yeah. yeah. Because once they're like they're an adult, yeah, you can't really you know, control them anymore. Like, you know what? Okay, I've done... And then you have to make peace with yourself too. It's like, okay, I've done my best as a parent mm-hmm. to, yeah. you know, show you that you know right from wrong or whatever. With your adult, that's your own decision. So you can't really do anything. Yeah. Like, to me personally, as long as you're a good person and you still remain as open-minded and as receptive mm-hmm. towards others, then mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't care. I just don't care. As mm-hmm. long as you just person and practice kindness where you can don't be afraid to cut the bitch out but be kind mm-hmm. where you can yeah. but don't be afraid to <laughs> yeah wanna... don't be a bully yeah. but i will let you beat his ass <laughs> don't, bullying don't, you. don't be, be a bully but don't be afraid to let to put a bitch in their place mm. preach yeah but the way that we were all bullied <laughs> That was another question. But that was another episode, okay. I, I should drop it. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, we, were, we were really young, okay? We didn't know better. Okay, we were stupid. Impressionable, dumb bitches. That's... Yeah, we didn't know better. Okay, we didn't know That's true. We really thought we were the shit. Oh my god. <laughs> we thought. Whoever was face crunching at first, I'm sorry. I'm sorry you had to go through <laughs> that. my public apologies. <laughs> This is my public apology, honestly. <laughs> yeah. And then in terms of like disciplining, <laughs> has your parents ever like laid hands on you and do you think it's something you would want to carry forward? And if so, why? Well, the way my parents' limbs are a part of my body. <laughs> yeah. The way they would never bring, bring, bring out bring out frequency the hangout. Of... Mm-hmm. <laughs> she said. Bring out the room, bring out the mop and all kinds of yeah. Appliances, household appliances, okay? So you have uh, experience in that department? Mm, I, I think, of course, I think it's very, very common in, yeah. in Asian culture, especially. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, it's almost like a rite of passage. It's like, are you really Asian if your mom didn't beat your, your ass? If you didn't get your passage, you know? Are you really Asian? If you didn't get like, smacked with a broom, are you really Asian? So, yeah, exactly. And it really, really sucks that 
it has been normalized and and it made a lot of people now even in our generation believe that it's effective you know yeah like it's an effective method of parenting like we truly like some some of our generation like truly truly believe that mm-hmm. and that kind of scares me for the future generation that's true because you have to understand like our parents didn't have yeah they didn't have the like their childhood was also mm-hmm. you know consisted of you know a lot of beatings like that and they didn't have the information and resources to understand that no that's not right yeah but then they thinking they like you know what it worked for me somehow i managed to get over it and if i do it to my kids you know what eventually they're gonna get over it too mm. and it's gonna and if we believe that it's gonna pass on to the next generation which i just don't think it's right because now we know better that more studies are done you know there are more statistics and stuff like that this to like confirm that like physically disciplining your child is mm-hmm. not Useless. recommended. Yeah. Like developmentally get yeah, developmentally like it's, it will will cause problems. If if not in a childhood is some some somewhere in the future in their adulthood. Yeah. Kushan, what about you? What are your thoughts? I mean, yeah, definitely. I've been like I was honestly like a part of me thinks I like deserved it because I was so naughty and so rebellious when I was younger. I used to like talk back all the time. Like, I really had like a smart fucking mouth, honestly. But like, a part of me thinks like you know it was needed. But a part of me also thinks that if my parents like sit me down and talk to me like a rational human being, would mm-hmm. I have listened? I don't mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't turn back time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I definitely learned a lot. But they never tried, so you know, you, you know. Yeah, so like, you never know. Like, who knows if they tried to, like, sit me down and talk to me, like, mm-hmm. rationally. Like, maybe at, like, family events or, like, events with their friends, like, then they would have, they wouldn't have, like, hit me. So, but I would still be like, excuse me. But yeah, in a way, it's like, I, the more I grow older, the more I realize that we think the kids are not going to teach them anything. Like, at most, it's going to make them even rebel even more. Mm-hmm. Because they're like, what are you going to do? Hit me? And, like, Ooh. they would expect it. That's true. That's very true. So it's weird because like kids now like they think they are like ways. I would also say like they're way smarter like thinkers in a way because like they have so much at their disposal. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. An iPad where they can they can search. My mother beat me today. What I can do? Mm. Uh, <laughs> I got, yeah, yeah, they have a whole. They have a whole fan club. They like getting beat. Yeah, I just don't think getting it's, like, beat up by my mom. Yeah, I don't think it's just like the right way to like discipline your kids because it's like yeah it's just not it's just mm-hmm. not the vibe yeah and also now. and also i feel it's like true. it's a form of generational trauma so when they grow up yeah because that's what like they got mm-hmm. with discipline so it's like <laughs> true effective thing and then you know and then you know when they say mm-hmm. when they say like you know what you're lucky I only beat you with a broom, okay? My father used to beat me with a brick. <laughs> like that, you know? I'm like, girl, is this... Is and you're like, ah! Uh, what game is this? Who has more trauma? I'm like, girlie, you, you're a victim. <laughs> you're a victim, sis. Like, they like to bring up... Yeah, they like to bring up, like... Mm-hmm. like the trauma that they went through and then we're supposed to be grateful that they don't put us through the same trauma. I'm like, um... Thank you, I guess. <laughs> That's not how it works, but thanks. Thank you for sparing You brought me into this world, but thank you. Uh, thanks for sticking to the hanger. <laughs> right. That's so sad to say. 
Yeah, honestly. <laughs> but in terms of like talking about the topic around sex, would you be more open about talking with your kids in the future, or would you be like, you know what, I'm gonna let them figure themselves out? Farah, you go first. No, no, no. I will definitely tell, like, inform them because mm-hmm. you know a lot of these like sexual assault cases. Yeah. For children, especially, especially, especially when. I'm like I don't have my eye on them, but when they're at school mm-hmm. or whatever, and then if they don't know what's going on, they cannot tell me about it, you know. Yeah. So I think it's important for you to tell your kids about sex, especially I'm not not too early, like maybe from you know like age appropriate. I feel like yeah, that you know, at an age where they kind of know you know and understand their own anatomy mm-hmm. yeah because i don't think that like, teaching sex education will 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 like encourage them to have sex like that yeah a lot of people think like, it that way people who say that just mm-hmm. don't make sense to me like huh? yeah that's really true so like if i put on you know put on mosquito repellent <laughs> like because I never like I was never taught that and I had to find out by myself which I think is really risky you know? <laughs> true yeah I, I I learned about it quite a young age too and I I wish I had learned it at a <laughs> at a more appropriate age. Oh, she said. Uh, honestly, at a more appropriate medium. I don't mind that I learned it the younger than I should because I'm like, the older I get, the more I realize that this is not the right way we should educate our children about, you know, yeah. sex. And I feel like it shouldn't be like as taboo as it is because it's the three human nature. So like, yeah, it's the yeah, birds not, and the bees. Yeah, not just about like, not not just about like the actual act itself, but the fact that, you know, the fact that different sexualities exist, different gender identities exist, and mm. they shouldn't be as taboo as, like, you know, just, like, they shouldn't be, like, villainized or, like, taboo because, like, it's the world, like, it's what's going on in the world, like, it's yeah, nothing it's to true. be feared of, it's nothing to be scared of, it's just a normal human. Yeah. It's just a fucking human experience, you know? No, I feel like... They're not helping anyone by limiting the information from your children, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, that's very true. And it's funny to look back because I think the first person that I probably heard about all these things is from Kushlan. Yeah, period. <laughs> you <laughs> taught me! <laughs> it's that's so true. true. Oh my god, yeah. I think the first... Um, the first time probably I learned it was probably like standard 4 or 5 and then we kind of got caught watching cartoon porn on our computer Ooh, lab. Okay, that's another story <laughs> from another day. Oh, it wasn't only us, it was literally like the entire class. The entire class. Like the majority of the class. Was like I don't that. remember that. Was I there? You yeah, were! Like, all of us were there. Like all of us were caught. Yeah. Was that? Yeah, I remember we went to the principal's office. That. Do you not remember? Like, wait, were we sent to the principal office for that? I thought we were sent to the principal office for something well, else. Someone made, someone made up a stupid rumor. Oh yeah. We still yeah, don't know yeah, who's yeah. that. Who was that? Who was that? That was doubtful. She really said... 
now that I think about it, I kind of, I kind of have like thoughts about who did it, but like I don't even dwell about it because it's literally someone made up a stupid rumor that got got us into the oh my God. office. Mm. True, I should have thirteen reasons why myself right there. Oh, that's why. Like, girl, okay. why you? The rumor was. <laughs> the the way literally like none of the rumor makes sense at all. And I just said I wonder which ugly D words snitch on us. Even though like we didn't even do anything wrong. Like are you that lifeless? Show yeah. yourself right now. If you're listening, yeah, show yourself. If you're listening, <laughs> just know I'm watching you. We're not about to jump the ass, jump your ass, but we just want to talk. Yeah, I just want to talk because you made my parents come to school. That's O1. true, Kushla. You took the fall for us, honestly. Honestly, I was like, yeah, whatever. True! And then he couldn't, he couldn't, like, come near us for the next few weeks. Oh my god, yes! And he was just with Jeremy. That's true, that's so dumb. It was a stupid rumor. So dramatic, our primary school life. That's why. That's so dramatic, and for what? I didn't even do, I didn't do any of the shit that you were, I was told that I was doing. I was like, in literally that, I was like, yeah, we kids out here talking about Percy Jackson. That's why. Yeah. With a sprinkle of obscenities, but you know, yeah, <laughs> we were twelve. Let us live. <laughs> no, but even back then, because we were true? so young and we didn't know that was some such thing as a history, so yeah. obviously they probably click, 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 and they'd be like, "Ooh, Ooh yeah." I was like, because we don't know any better. We're just like, "Ooh, let's go search it." That's we true. Like, yeah. And do you even remember sure. we had a sex education seminar in primary school? Oh yeah, I remember that so clearly and how everyone was like laughing and I was like, why is everyone so annoying? Like, this, this, this. Did we have one? We I did! Remember that. Yeah, oh. all, the, all the boys were separated, all the girls were separated or something like that. It was so, so dumb. Scary. Was it informative? Like how, how deep did they go? <laughs> 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 like, like giving birth and like the, your private parts and like whatnot. Mm. Honestly, it was so distracting. Looking back, uh, I'm thinking about like what what happened then. I still remember it so clearly. I don't even know why, but it was so like it was what what's the word I'm looking for? It was so um it was so anticlimactic and so uneventful because of how much you how people were like laughing and like mm-hmm. taking the piss out of it. But mm-hmm. I was just like, hey, just learn about it. That's true. Like my mind when I was twelve. That's was, true. Like, true. I don't remember that, but I was probably taking notes. Yeah, I remember it so clearly. I was like, I was yes, trying, I was trying Regina. to the auditorium. Yeah, we were all sitting together. Ooh. I was trying. Which I was probably with you, girl. Yeah, but I think because we're so young, you don't remember that. Yeah. It was literally 10 years ago. So which in hindsight feels like forever ago, but it's literally 10 years ago. But I can feel the 10 years, you know? Uh, I can feel the 10 years. 11, but... 11 years. Oh yeah, oh shit. Yeah, oh my god. But it feels so long, but I feel like I've lived a lifetime. Yeah, I, I understand. <laughs> God, I feel so I feel so old, but like, imagine when I'm like 32 and like looking back, hopefully I'm still alive by the time I'm 32. Bitch, bye. And I'm like, wow. Yeah, be dead. Honestly, if I'm P-word, I wouldn't even mind, I think. <laughs> Honestly. Uh, like, it's time for therapy. I'm tired. I'm tired of the weight of reality. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> if I'm D-word by then, I'll be like, okay, whatever. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Good enough. But for me too. It'd be like that. I only miss the, the, the innocence of I being the age, you know, the primary school age. I miss having no mental illness. Ooh. That's what I miss. Same. I miss, the only thing I'm worried about is looking cute for my crush next door. <laughs> 
I'm, the only thing I miss being worried about is my parents going through my bag to see if my homework or not. That's true. I that was my only worry. When our only worry was to get to the canteen earlier so people don't take our seat. Ooh. Yeah. Okay, but you know what? I don't talk about it. I don't want to spiral right now. I don't want to spiral. That's true. It's still so much. So much tonight. Yeah. This is, this is kept for my therapy session. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, speaking of therapy, what do you think our parents, if they went through therapy, what do you think mm-hmm. the outcome would have been? And do you think they're willing to try? Which one is that? One parent, yes, the other parent, no. Okay. It's okay. a fact that one parent believes in it and one parent doesn't. Okay. But, yeah, but I think like both parents would not be open to the idea because one parent is very hyper-religious and the other they just like, mm. doesn't want to deal with their trauma, I guess. Mm-hmm. So... I just feel like going into it versus being open to the idea to it is two completely different things. Mm. I think one would be okay with the idea of me going, <laughs> but the other would be like, don't waste your money. But yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it's my money if I decide to go. But like, if the other want to go, I'll be like, okay, I'll pay some for you if you want. Okay. Like if they needed the like financial assistance too, because like their medical insurance does cover it. So I'll be like, Ring, ring, ring. Hello. <laughs> what about you, Farah? Um, but I don't. I don't think it's a possibility for both. For my yeah, for my household, I don't think it's an option. It's probably like let's just pray it away. Mm. You know. That's true. Because though. I like I doubt a uh, mental illness is even a like a concrete. Mm. You know, something concrete for them to believe in because they're just mm. like, mm, are you sure it's not some kind of <laughs> thing kids are inventing Ooh. from what TikTok? TikTok? <laughs> right, not inventing from TikTok. Mm. It's like, yeah, it's very difficult. Okay, that's very interesting because I think for me, I don't know if they'll be open to going but I remember there was one time I did told my mom that you know if I had the money one day I would consider going to therapy because I don't think it's very healthy to even if you were to rent out to your friends the negativity is being recycled you know yeah that's true yeah you constantly bring it up right exactly and then you feel like in a way you feel such a burden and also you feel like they're not obligated to listen to you so it's that's like, true you guilt trip yourself and it doesn't help. And yeah, and I feel like we're grateful enough to have, to be able to also, thinking about the cost of it, mm. I feel like we're grateful enough to have so many resources where we don't even, we, I mean personally, in our financial bracket, we're not like B40s, but we're not like T20s either. We're like right yeah. in the middle, but our middle is very varying. Yeah. We have the opportunities of different kind of mental health um, um, institutions and places that can help us within our like passing. Like for example, um, MMHA, which is like a part of health psychology or like program, they have like therapy services for like students who are completing their PhD who need to complete their masters, where you only pay fifty ringgit for like an hour to an hour and a half session, and like that's basically like your therapy, and you can do it like no matter how many times you want a month. Not mm. sponsored, yeah, but if you want to sponsor me for free therapy, I will <laughs> free therapy, but yeah, like. I'm like really grateful that we have like resources that are like free or like low cost to right. help us as well mm-hmm. and are proven to be like effective and mm. like not yeah. just like going to therapies and being like 
a 20 minute session and them giving you like a bunch of pills you know mm, very yeah. true very and true. i'm i'm all for normalizing therapy yes i think it's really 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 important especially in this day and age mm-hmm. and i feel like a lot of problems that we have now wouldn't be problems if our parents had gone to therapy <laughs> Yeah, but then there was this tweet that said like, if our parents went to therapy, we wouldn't have the humor that we have today. Bye. Yeah. Bye. I can go without the humor. <laughs> I can go without the humor sometimes. Yeah. I'll stick to slapstick humor, okay? Let me bring out a freaking red nose. Be like, honk, honk, stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather be like a dad joke. Mm. That's true. I mean, yeah, it's funny, but it's only funny because it's relatable. Plus, yeah, it's a coping you know, mechanism. It's only like a drinkable. Yeah, but nowadays I kind of feel like uncomfortable when I see like memes about like joking about like mental health to like a certain extent because I'm like, hey, yeah. get therapy. But but that's also a coping mechanism for yeah. people. For people, yeah, I agree. Some yeah, of yeah. coping. But like for me, I would they call it. But for me personally, like when it's like you know, this is how other people cope, and that's okay. We all have different ways of coping, you know. Mhm. Mhm. That's very true. So, as a finale at question, I guess we could give a little advice to the people listening to this. So, what would you advise to people who are struggling with having a problematic parental figure? So, Kushan, maybe you can start first. Hmm, I personally didn't really have, have never have to deal with it. But I would say the best thing to do is confide in your friends if you do have any. Mm-hmm. If not, just like, you know, get online friends. Just don't go on like some weird subreddit where they like troll you. But yeah, just like try to like confide in the friends that you have or even like try to seek out free free or like low-cost resources mm-hmm. where you could, you know, let out some steam and like just let out, let, let all your thoughts out mm-hmm. just to like clear your mind a bit. Mm-hmm. And also just realize that they can't change themselves. There's nothing you can't do. Like, for example, you can't change their trauma. You can't change their timeline. You mm-hmm. can't change what they've gone through. Mm-hmm. The only thing you can do is just try to be a better person yourself and whatever that is being thrown at you by them goes into one year and comes off the other. Try your best not to internalize it. Easier said than done, 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it is really a dream, honestly. Just do your best for yourself and realize that I saw this really one good Pinterest quote, quote the other day like mm-hmm. this quote of Pinterest that's like really good uh-huh. but I forgot what it was but it was long it, it, it was along the lines of you try to be nice to yourself because you're like the only one who can be nice to you something like that mm-hmm. okay yeah so I was like ooh that really resonated with me what about you Farah? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I agree also like you you really have to be self-aware. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah, self-aware. Um, and it's, it is also like, it's easier said than done. Also, you know. Yeah. Like some of us are lucky enough to actually, uh, to be self-aware of, of like our own issues. Like emotional trauma or our own issues, you know. So we like, we catch ourselves and we're like, okay, I need to work on this so that I don't pass this on to my kids just like my parents passed to me, mm-hmm. you know. It's really important for you to learn from your parents' mistakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you work on yourself so that you can be like a better version of your parents, you know? Yeah. For your own kids. So you don't pass that. Like, we don't need to keep going, like, continue the cycle for generations to come. Like, let's stop that with us. Yes, for sure, though. Because, you know, they always say that you're born into a family and you you don't have control over that. 
but you yeah, can't choose. Yeah, like, you don't choose it. in this lifetime. Yeah, but what you can control is who you surround yourself in terms of friends. And I think for us, we're very lucky to found each other and to be so to be able to relate to each other on a deeper level like that. Yeah, which really helps. Agreed. Yeah, and on that note, this concludes this episode. So stay tuned for the next one next week. And thanks again, Farah and Kush. Catch you guys on the next one. Bye.